I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. It goes without saying that limiting or scrubbing spam calls and texts is a complete nightmare. But it appears that the Indian government wants to give it another go. So, after an initial blockchain-powered effort yielded conflicting results, India's Telecom Regulatory Authority, or TRAI, is now planning a new crackdown on spam messages with the help of artificial intelligence, according to the Register's report. India's initial solution to the issue was a system that required bulk message senders to register with carriers and TRAI. A blockchain-based application that TRAI introduced last year filtered out spam messages before they even reached networks or users. However, as I mentioned earlier, the system gave mixed results and valid messages started getting blocked. So TRAI immediately had to suspend the service. According to the watchdog. The issue arose because SMS providers and carriers failed to file their paperwork. In a press release issued on Monday, that is 28th November, TRAI claimed that recent initiatives had actually resulted in a 60% decrease in user complaints about unsolicited commercial communication or UCC within the country. But that isn't entirely accurate. The register's report indicates that complaints have remained unchanged. And the reason for this is that many unregistered telemarketers haven't downloaded the regulator's app, so the scammers continue to make fraudulent phone calls and send spam texts. So now the TRAI is betting on AI, machine learning technology, and spam detection systems to regulate telemarketers' unsolicited calls and messages. And at this point, we can only hope TRAI succeeds with this new initiative because it appears that WhatsApp has turned into a spammer's haven in India recently. If you're one of the 550 million Indians using the app, you already know that you're getting a ton of promotional messages from telcos and retailers that you didn't sign up for. And according to a Truecaller report, a scammer in India made 202 million calls in just 2021. So really, this issue is getting out of our hands. In 2020, things weren't as bad, but as soon as scaling and monetization became a priority for WhatsApp, the situation got worse. Plus, business accounts are reportedly exempted from platform limits for bulk messages. So now, all eyes are on the AI-backed service. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and this is the deep dive for 30th November 2022. This is going to be another Elon Musk story. Believe me, we're as baffled as you are with all that's going on at Twitter HQ. But Mr. Musk is the gift that keeps on giving, right? So, what is he up to now? We can all agree Musk has a lot to figure out right now, like uh how to not run Twitter to the ground, but he seems to have started another fire before dousing the previous ones. This time he's picked up a fight with Apple, or to put it in his own words, He's ready to go to war with the iPhone maker after he accused the company of cutting down its advertising with Twitter sans any explanation. In case you haven't checked out his new tweets yet, I'll read out a couple of them for you. These are about 8 or 9 tweets. So, one reads, Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Do they hate free speech on Twitter? Another alleges, Apple has also threatened to withhold Twitter from its App Store, but won't tell us why. 
A third one asks, who else has Apple censored? Let's talk about the advertising bit first. Apple is a company that has been integral to Twitter's sustenance. They have been one of the top advertisers. In fact, as per Bloomberg, the ad spending was well above $100 million annually. And whether or not Apple has indeed pulled out of advertising with Twitter, they wouldn't be the first one to do so. A report from Media Matters for America said that Twitter has lost half of its top 100 advertisers in the last month because they believe that purchasing ads on the platform is high risk at the moment. This includes Chevrolet, Chipotle Mexican Grill, Ford, Coca-Cola, Kellogg's, Meta, Dyson, Mazda, Audi, Forbes, Pfizer. The entire list is too long for this podcast. But you get the drift. Now, coming to the second part of the allegation about Twitter being withheld on the App Store. First, let me reiterate that there's no confirmation yet on if Apple is actually doing that. But for sure, Twitter needs Apple, else it loses access to so many users. But here's the thing. Apple has, in the past, booted off apps such as fellow free speech platform Parler for not having adequate content moderation, which is exactly the problem Musk faces currently given that he's gutted both vendors and in-house team looking at violating content on the platform. In fact, previously, Musk had even floated the idea that he'll make his own smartphone if Twitter is removed from Apple and Google app stores. But look, he is trying a different kind of fight here. Musk is pitching himself as the free speech warrior. He's accusing Apple of monopoly. He's against Apple charging an exorbitant fee for all in-app purchases. And this could actually get him some leverage. You know give a thrust to antitrust lawsuits since developers and lawmakers have similar problems with Apple. And since we're talking about Musk at length, it seems U-turns are really his favorite move. And it's not limited to the Twitter takeover. A recent report on the Wall Street Journal says that his tunnel construction company Boring Co. Yeah, we get the joke, Elon. Tried to woo Ontario, which is Canada's second largest province with propositions to revolutionize underground tunneling and solve their traffic problems. And then, company just ghosted them. And apparently, the company is a repeat offender. It teased US cities like Maryland, Chicago and Los Angeles with similar offers, only to pull out when presented with bureaucratic hurdles. All I can say is that it's all getting really predictable. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Manaswini and Shorburi, edited by Shorburi, mastered and mixed by Ajay Rajput. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are TheSignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.